What's up, Just Sayers? Welcome to another week's episode of Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I am Justin Martindale, and what a week do we have in store for you. Uh, first of all, I would just like to give a quick shout out to the people who came to the Juicy Scoop live shows this weekend, this past weekend, rather, with Heather McDonald and myself. We had a blast. We were in St. Paul, Minnesota. Minnesota. I didn't realize that people were very Minnesota from Minnesota. Like, I always felt the uh, the uh, the stereotypical Minnesota as like, oh, yeah, don't you know? Oh, golly gee. But they're real. Yeah. They're very real. Uh, very sweet. Uh, the theater was fantastic. Um, if you want to hear about more of that trip, make sure to check out this week's episode of Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. We kind of go in on our whole trip. Also, quick shout out to the Vic Theater in Chicago and the audience that came out to that. So much fun. I just love Chicago. It, there's it's just a cool city. Sure, there's a lot of crime, but you know, what city doesn't have that anymore? But I just had a fun, fun, busy weekend and, um... I felt like that I was out of L.A. for long enough, but yet short enough. And I thought to myself, what could I have missed while I was uh, gone? And I get back in town and uh, I realize John sends me this link that while I was gone, the Hollywood Bowl caught on fire. And uh, I was like, wait, what a minute. Now, now the Hollywood Bowl is a big venue here in L.A. They do, you know, musicals live. They do concerts live. Um, I've seen a couple of them. But it's a good place to, like, pack a picnic. And by picnic, I mean bottles of wine. And you just go and you have a good time. Um, not the case because the sound of music. Now, I, I what a, what a night. What a show to catch fire to. The Sound of Music live, or sorry, sing-along, was uh, on Saturday night, and a blaze erupted. The fun show had just wrapped, and folks were leaving the venue when some palm trees on the grounds caught on fire. The L.A. Fire Department was quick on the scene and extinguished it. Boo! No, I'm glad they did. Uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar, the Hollywood Bowl parking is a nightmare, and that is true. It is just the worst. Or driving past it to or from. If you are going down Hollywood and Highland or trying to get to the 101 on a Hollywood Bowl night, good luck. Pick a safe word, grab your ankles, and hold on tight, because it is the worst. So... This article says it was kind of scary to sit in your car in lanes that aren't moving. Yes, that's very true. Knowing that there's a fire right next to you. Some of the lanes were closed off so fire trucks could make their way to the blaze. So it was even more congested and more uh, terrifying. Now, what? what? Oh, uh, the fire department says the blaze was stubborn. I hate a stubborn blaze. It's, uh, it was not easy to extinguish. The only things damaged were vegetation and no one was injured. So do we know what caused this fire, John? I'm going to guess the heat. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing the heat, but I, I don't know. The heat? I, I don't know. I, I'm still new to California. Everything's burning at all times. My skin is burning. The trees are burning. The grass is burning. Everything's on fire. I'm going to... You went with heat. I was thinking Hollywood Highland... Meth van. 
That's probably more likely. <laughs> I went with, you know what? What's behind the Hollywood Bowl on Hollywood and Highland? Probably like a good, comfortable DIY meth van. They have an underpass, so that you're not far off. That underpass, yeah, the it, underpass getting back onto the highway. I don't know which one, but uh, just straight up caught on fire. Yeah, and they put it out. But also, like, what a um, what a show to have an actual fire to? Because I mean, it's like you've seen the sound of music, right? I have not, but I hear never, show. never. I don't like musicals. Let's start at the very beginning. It's about the Von Trapps and Maria, played by Julie Andrews, who's like this nun, who goes in and takes care of like all these like shitty kids during the Nazi regime. So that's why I'm kind of like, I'm thinking Nazis, the Von Trapps, play a you know of course we need like a big blazed fire in the middle of it what would have been great too is if romstein do you remember romstein do do host host mish like or something whatever it's called yeah i feel like nuns that's a nuns and fire are like the new salt and pepper i think like this was a new woodstock 99 yeah, like <laughs> just <laughs> you leave the sound. The of sound music. <laughs> of music sing along is the new Woodstock '99. Uh, what what was another one? Edelweiss, Edelweiss. You're not. But people stayed. Me. You're not, they didn't leave. You're not selling me on this. They're not. Yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> there is a girl. The 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 eldest girl, and she's like in love with Rolf who is like this young, hot soldier. And they have a scene where they're like, I am 16 going on 17. Da, 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 da. She, wait, she's a Nazi? You find out that Rolf is a Nazi. Oh, my God. Spoiler or, or alert. Like, Spoiler alert. But I don't think it was like, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was like she assumed he was a Nazi and then it turned out he wasn't. It's like Romeo and Juliet with Nazis. Right. Got it. I'm but add full. the fire and you're like, now it's a now it's a moment. Now it's an experience. This is 4D right here. Yeah, you could be like, what is this? It's like you're gonna get the sound of music live and we're gonna like make it look like there's a book burning right next door, you know? Perfect, perfect marketing. I'd be like, wait, what happened? Oh, sound of music? I'm gonna go see that. And or or also you could like say maybe you took an edible or like you microdosed on some mushrooms and you're at the Sound of Music live and you're sitting back watching these palm trees on fire and you can just sit back. And especially with everything going on in the world right now, you could just sit back, chill, watch these palm trees burn to the beautiful serenading of Julie Andrews singing the hills are alive with the sound of music. And you're like, yes. Burn it all to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you lost me again. I'm just a closeted anti-anarchist, uh, uh, you know. Um, so, yeah, I missed that. I'm glad they put out the fire because we all would like to keep our homes. But I'm glad they didn't have to cancel the show because you know who did have to cancel the show? Lady Gaga. I said last week I went to the Chromatica Ball. It was fun. It was awesome. A sweaty hee-haw of a good time. 
However, Lady Gaga was wrapping up her Chromatica Ball tour in Miami, which seems legit. And halfway through her show had to cancel it due to the thunderstorm and lightnings of the hurricane that's hitting Puerto Rico right now. Poor Puerto Rico. God bless. Um, and so she had to release this video saying, I'm so sorry. Uh, we had to cancel the show because as much as I wanted you guys to dance to rain on me in the rain, I don't want to get struck by lightning. Now, there was a TikTok video that was released where everybody is, I think she had already left the, the stage or the venue and the whole crowd just starts singing rain on me and they're like, rain on me. And right when they say me, this crack of lightning shakes the whole like auditorium and they're like, ah! <laughs> and Lady Gaga was like, I'm so sorry. It was very heartfelt. She was really sad. And that sucks too. I mean, you've been all over the world. You've, uh, you've, you, you've had to reschedule the whole thing because of COVID. And then the last night of your tour, you have to cancel it due to rain and lightning. But she's okay. You know who's not okay? Post Malone. Did you see Post Malone uh, fall into a sinkhole on stage? No, but I'm I'm sad that I missed that. God, it looks bad. Like if you pull up the video, like I just I just found this out today. Like over the weekend, he was performing. He's on stage and all of a sudden he just like walks forward and just falls through a hole, bends at the waist, smacks his face on the stage and is writhing in pain. It's pretty, pretty gnarly of a fall. Cancels his show. So we're just canceling shows left and right. That's a weird way to get out of a show. Break your face. To faint. (laughs) That's what Heather did. No, to break your face. He fell. Uh, luckily, she didn't break her face. Thank God. But like, yeah, it's like, I, th- I feel like if you pass out, the show's over. Sorry. But um, pretty brutal. But good news. The queen has finally been laid to rest. Um, the two-week in-memoriam service of Queen Elizabeth finally wrapped up uh, this week. Uh, it was a lot. We had... Um, Prince Andrew get yelled at from a Scottish uh, bystander. He said, Andrew, you're a sick old man, you know, in regards to his Epstein affiliations, his rendezvous, if you will, which I thought that was pretty cool. They dragged that guy out of the crowd, and I'm sure he's in the river somewhere. Um, We had a guy, one of the guards passed out, watching over her body. And I didn't know this. I found this out today that if you were in the Royal Guard and you feel like you're going to pass out, you were trained to pass out forward. You're supposed to fall forward. I don't know what the difference is, but this guy had a saber and fell forward and almost impaled himself. Oh, no. We had David Beckham show up to the funeral. He waited 13 hours in the queue line, dressed like a... uh, chimney sweeper from Mary Poppins. He's like, hello, I'm here to see the queen. Pay my respects, I am. Like, if you look it up, he's got, like, his umbrella, his little, like, newsies hat on. Was Posh there? No. Oh, she, she doesn't wait in lines. She's not gonna stand. Are you kidding me? <laughs> that was a dumb question. I apologize. 
You're asking Victoria Beckham to stand in a line for anyone? No, she's not standing in line for a damn person. Who gives a shit who you are? Um, There was even a guy that bum-rushed the coffin. Like he, I don't know what he was trying to do. I don't know if he was trying to like knock it over because then I get that image of like, like funerals gone wild, you know, and, which should be a show on the True Network. I'd watch it. I would totally watch it. Funerals gone wild. Wild outrages caught at funerals. I would totally see that where they, where, you know what I'm talking about? Where like there's hysteria yeah. and then someone bumps the coffin. I'm thinking of like Pet Cemetery. There's also always someone that's so attached to the person who died, they won't leave the cat. They won't let go. They pulled away or they try to jump in. It would be crazy. But do you remember the movie Pet Cemetery? Yeah, it was great. When Gage, like Gage's funeral. Uh, yeah. And the dad's like, you son of a bitch. And they fight over and then the little coffin falls over and you see his hand fall out. And you're like, ah, could you imagine if that happened to the queen? That'd yeah. be crazy. <laughs> Hi. So I think that would have been that would have been. Completely insane had that happened. Luckily, it did not. Um, what else happened? Uh, people were passing out. Um, we were just talking about how uh, there were no real celebrity stories this week, and it's like everything else was just chaos. Everything else was chaos. I think everyone, like celebrity-wise, just kind of took a back seat for the queen. She's finally at rest on after her whirlwind tour <laughs> and uh she is now in the her majesty's crypt with her husband her sister the whole family is down there now which is kind of sad and bittersweet and now we have king charles it's weird i don't like it i don't think he's gonna do a good job i said it i don't think people are gonna respect him Think about it this way. He's never done it. He's never done a damn thing in his life. And now it's like rule the country. And he's like, do I have to? Do I have to get to know these people? Did you see the video of him like pissed off that like his pen was busted or something? Yeah. And he's like, get, oh, ah. And I'm like, oh, God, this guy's going to kill everyone. But I do want to give the people of the UK a big shout out because, I mean, it was a long, tedious process. I know that people stood in line. There were people with water. Uh, the uh, fire department was around just in case people got overheated. So I want to give a shout out this podcast to the people that do matter. Essential workers. They were there for us during COVID. They're still there for us. And this essential worker needs to be recognized. She is a nurse. Um, she's just out there doing her job. Nursing people. And she is also... On OnlyFans. So she's doing double the work. All right. She was fired because her co her co-workers were watching her videos at work. I don't know even where to begin. There is a documentary on um I want to say it's either Hulu or Netflix, and it's about the start of OnlyFans. And there was a woman on this documentary who worked in a garage, like car repairs, kind of hot, right? And she's pretty tattooed, kind of like a, like a, um, suicide girl kind of vibe. She has a boyfriend and she says the same thing. She's like, I got fired because the other car mechanics were watching my OnlyFans videos on the job. 
Don't do that. Now I'm picturing like a whole bunch of nurses with people on gurneys and they're just like, help me, please help. And they're just like, hold on, we're beating off real quick. We got to we got to look at our we got to look at our co-worker naked. Um, it, it, this it's, it's mind blowing to me that the co-workers aren't fired. And maybe they are. Right. And I bet they were all men. This is what pisses me off, too. They were probably all men. So this woman named Taylin, I'm sorry, Jalen, like it matters, Jalen, put up a TikTok because that's where we're at now. People on TikTok are just outing people uh, for their bad behavior and like, hey, I've got something to say. I'm putting it on TikTok. This TikTok has over 1.9 million views. Jalen, who's 22, explains that her main source of income is not being a nurse. Shockingly, it's making OnlyFans content. And for the last year and a half, she's also worked as a nurse for a nursing home group until now. Jalen said she was asked to work one day recently. Just one day. Could you imagine? Just one day. But when she clocked in, she was immediately greeted by a woman she'd never seen before who asked to speak with her. Now, who is this woman? Do we think it's HR? Uh, I'm going to guess it, someone at the hospital that's like, hey, this this is this is going to end. It's probably the wife of someone who died because all the nurses were watching this woman's OnlyFans. Yeah. Hi, my husband's having a heart attack. Yeah, here. hi. This is your fault, Jalen. Yeah. I'm sorry, Nurse Jalen. <laughs> it turned out that the nurses at one of the nursing homes had been looking at her social media and OnlyFans account while Jalen was out of the room and with patients. Now, this is Jalen. She looks very busty, curvy. She's tatted up as well. You know, just a girl next door with a dream and a drive. She said that she can't have that happening every time that I work, so she had to let me go. She says the main reason for letting Jalen go was because they need a job. Oh, they need a job more than I do. Oh, like they paid for my site so they all could see and look at the nurse's station while they're on the clock. Wow. Commenters urged... For her to file a wrongful termination complaint and to record everything in an email. Don't tell someone who's been fired because they're on OnlyFans to record everything. Already there. It's already there. One of the comments says this is 110% a lawsuit, no questions asked, unless it specifically said something in the code of conduct for that employer. In a follow-up video, Jalen... Oh, I'm so glad there's a follow-up video, aren't you? Jalen said she met up with the woman who fired her to get a written explanation to send to a lawyer. She added that she continues to nurse despite her successful OnlyFans account because the money she makes in the adult industry can vary so much. You never know what you're going to make on OnlyFans, she said. One month, you could make $600, and one month, you could make $50,000. It just really depends. (laughs) It just really depends, she says, which is what she puts old people in before they go to bed at night. Depends. I want to know if if there are any if there are any contracts that now exist that mention OnlyFans, like any of the agreements with the hospitals. That's a really good question. Like if you're getting interviewed, yeah. If like uh, companies, com- like technically companies have stuff in their contracts that say you can't embarrass the company, so they could fire you if they feel this is an embarrassment to like a big corporation. Yeah. But I wonder if they specifically call out OnlyFans in any contracts, if any big corporation. But you know what this does? It empowers these girls more. 
Oh yeah. Because and that's what I like. Because in that documentary with the with the girl who works in the garage, she's like, you know what? I got fired, and I opened up my own garage. Me and my boyfriend run it. We've got all these clients. Everything comes in. So maybe Jalen will start her own nursing company if that's a thing. I don't think it is. I assure you that's not happening. But I like the optimism. I don't know because this next story is a good follow-up because there is a nursing home that hired strippers for seniors in wheelchairs. (laughs) Which I just right off the bat, I have to say, good for you. Just because you're in a nursing home doesn't mean you're dead. Live a little. Do you think Do you think some of these old men just want to eat pudding and play bingo? No. They want some busty, curvy girl upside down jiggling their parts to whap in front of them. That's what I would want. You would? No. Oh, <laughs> no, I think I, I think I'm going to be at, at that point in my life where I'm like, just take me out. You're the here. pudding guy. I'm the pudding guy, but I'm also the let's just get over with it. Somebody put a pillow over my head. See, I'd be the old guy like, all right, guys, who's coming to my show? <laughs> Being stuck in this hellhole, am I right? Just roasting other senior citizens. Yeah. Just like, hello, Margo, Margo. Her boobs are so low on the ground. Like, and they're like, okay, that's going to be Justin, Ross. Justin, it's time to go empty your bedpan. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, I didn't make it to the bedpan. <laughs> um, this nursing home has been forced to apologize for hiring a stripper to perform for senior citizens in wheelchairs. The Tao Yan Veterans Home. A state-run facility for retired army personnel in Taiwan. Come on! Heroes. Paid the adult entertainer for a steamy show to celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival. Uh. You had me at Mid-Autumn Festival. We're going to do that in here next week. God! I'm ready for a Mid-Autumn Festival. Give me some, like... Burgundies and orange, like an apple cider. That's what that's what I was kind of mad about because in Minnesota, I was watching the local news and they were like, "Get ready for the local apple harvest." I was like, "I want to go to the local apple harvest." We have a new cinnamon flavored coffee. I was like, "God, they have like fall festivals and like county fairs." That's what I want. What do we have? The Hollywood Bowl on fire. God. So anyways, Mid-Autumn Festival, which was an important holiday in Chinese culture, whereby people gather to celebrate the rice and wheat harvest of the season. Video of the raunchy performance, which took place last Thursday, was filmed by an attendee before it was posted to social media and quickly went viral. Narc! Just ruining the fun! The kinky clip shows the masked-up erotic dancer clad in lacy lingerie, giving one elderly man a lap dance and thrusting her breasts into his face. Do you think he even knew what was going on? The girl? The guy. The old man? Yeah. Do you think- ah, he knew. Uh... Look at him. Where is he? Look at him. Yeah. Oh, no, he doesn't know. He has no idea. No, look, his hands are on her breasts. 
He's like, finally. He's, he's looking for pudding. He thinks they're about to give him pudding. <laughs> oh, they put pudding in fun bags. But look at this guy. Hold on. He has to be at least, how, how long do they, look, I love the one guy. That's clearly like an old gay right there. He's just like with his like crossword puzzle, not even like paying attention. Or he's like, oh God, they rented my daughter. Um, and then people are recording it. I say good for them. Let's see. Here's some more. The spokesperson for the nursing home added that mid-autumn festival parties had been canceled at the nursing home the previous years due to COVID. To lift residents' spirits and their dongs, they arranged for the stripper to perform a show. However, they conceded that the erotic dancers' actions were too enthusiastic and fiery and that they would be more cautious when planning such events in the future. It's like, it's like hey, they didn't get to enjoy themselves because of COVID. So what are we going to do? We're going to give them COVID. Give them COVID. Yeah. And if you're not going to kill them with COVID, kill them with a heart attack. So, yes, this this uh, nursing home has released a an apology saying we didn't know how far it was going to go. We didn't really. But also, if you're going to if you're going to hire an erotic dancer. In Taiwan. Uh, I mean, they're lucky there were no like ping pongs involved or there like, might have been. Yeah, she was on the floor. I saw her on the floor. Who knows what she was shooting out of herself? I don't know. I've seen videos of like. Kids parties. Where they rent like an Elsa, yeah, or like a a, a a door they explore, and like whoever's in those costumes just starts like twerking and like doing the splits, and everyone's like, oh, oh okay, okay, and also like give them some entertainment. What do you want, a clown? What are you gonna give them, a magician? No, let them live a little. My God. But then this story came around. And it's always, it's always somewhere that you don't really hear a lot about that just makes you go, damn it, the story's a little gross, but that's what we do on Just Saying. We expose the like, sure, why nots of the world or the, uh, yeah, because it's Tuesday. I like chips. Yeah. I I one of my favorite foods is chips and salsa. So I think it should be its own food group. Do you like potato chips? Yeah, at a party, not my not my go-to snack, but this isn't going to help anything. Do you have like a favorite flavor? I like the uh Cool Ranch Doritos. A Cool Ranch? See, I think I'm more of like a I like barbecue uh, Lay's. I mean, my favorite are the dill pickle Lay's, but people judge. Ooh, a dill pickle chip is good. Yeah. But speaking of pickles, this potato chip company called Chaz, C-H-A-Z-Z, is going to give you a flavor of potato chip that no one asked for. They're called, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. (laughs) pussy flavored you heard me there pussy flavored potato chips and the way they have marketed them is lose your virginity with Chaz potato chips 
According to several past year's research data around the world, millennials are having three times less sex than their parents at the same age. It is unbelievable that someone is choosing social media instead of live communication, dating, and real sex. Chaz, this team of people, I believe in Lithuania, of course, is a young, bold, and socially responsible group of young people. So they took the disastrous trend very personally. They decided to draw everyone's attention to it and thus contribute to solving the problem. This is how they came up with the idea to create the first in the world, a pussy flavor chip. Pussy flavor chips are a chips with unique taste for the brave and free people. After tasting it, you will remember your wildest love adventures, your first real love, and maybe even lose your oral virginity. B, a great gift for the one you love. Cause to initiate a romantic evening or just simple delight for your taste buds and fun chat about sex. C, a perfect way to test your friend's courage, openness, and sense of humor. P.S., for girls and women, if this or previous years you were pleased by someone, it is very likely you have directly contributed to the creation of this taste. I assure you, no woman signed on to this. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I would not. No one asked for this chip. So you mean to tell me that kids are not having sex as much as their parents when their parents were that age. However, you know what kids are doing? Eating potato chips. So we're going to make you a pussy-flavored potato chip. A PPC. PPC. John, I'm going to say something that I didn't think I was going to say ever. Uh-oh. I want to try it. Let's hear it. I want to get a bag of these Chaz potato chips, and I want to try one on the air because I want to know what it's like. Because in my head, it tastes like old cod. That, yeah, you're going to have <laughs> tuna chips. Um, what is it? I mean, you're going to have to pull a Lady Gaga and cancel the episode as soon as you. Because uh, it's not going to. It's, it's never going to happen. Get back. No, I mean, you're going to taste it and you're going to have to go home right after. Yeah. Here's what we'll do. We'll put like a puke bucket next to me. Like I love like it's like the hot ones, but not. It's the it's the it's the. The not the, the not hot ones. It's just. Yeah. Like I feel I feel like I could do it because I'm wondering. First of all, we don't. We know for a fact there was no research team behind this. No, it was, hey, people are having less sex. And There's the not like we're going around <laughs> tasting. Oh, God, gross. Well, I'm going to leave it at that. My, with, with all of these things, my thing is always this didn't just go to production. There was a meeting around this. Somebody pitched this and other people were like, oh, this is a great idea. You know who's going to love this? Kids. <laughs> you know what kids aren't doing? Having sex like their parents when they were kids. You know what we're going to give them? Pussy chips. There you go. Pussy chips. For the uh, for the light afternoon snack that 
tastes good on your lips. Now, I couldn't do marketing for this team. I want to try it. But you know what? Where's the group out there that's outraged? Where's the dick chips? That's true. Well, I guess those are the dill pickle chips. Dildo pickle chips. I want a dick chip. Where's my dick chip? Uh, This is why we shouldn't eat certain things. And this next story might make you believe that as well. Now, we know terrible people. They're called vegans. They love telling you they're vegan. You can't go to a goddamn restaurant without them reminding the whole world and yourself that they're vegan. You've known this person for X amount of years. They have to keep telling you they're vegan. You're like, I fucking know. I got it. There's another mutation of a vegan. They're called super vegans, and they're probably equally, if not as worse. This group, or this couple rather, claim that they're super vegans who only eat raw fruit and vegetables, no sugar, no salt. So these two super vegans follow an extremely strict plant-based diet that consists of mostly dried fruit and nuts, no sugar or salt. So they're trail mix lovers. Basically. They just eat trail mix. Allie and Hendry... Garung, who are both 29, call themselves raw vegans and live primarily off of fruits like durians. Ooh, durians. You know what a durian is? I don't. It's that weird, stinky... It's huge. It looks like a gigantic tumor covered in, like, spikes. And they open it. It's supposed to smell really gross. So they eat durians, mangoes, and vegetables. We know it's not for everyone, they say, but we're not trying to impose our lifestyle on anyone. Yeah, okay. Only showcasing how we eat. Allie, who works as a yoga instructor, says, of course, not only do they uh, tout body fat loss after slashing their oil and sugar intake, but they say their skin is glowing more than ever. I was really struggling with skin and digestive issues and nothing I did seemed to be working. The New Yorker continued, I used lots of different treatments before finally deciding to go vegan and then high raw vegan in 2017. See, that's a durian right there. Sick. So now the pair say they haven't looked back while they rarely eat cooked foods, save for potatoes, rice and pasta once a day and uh, every few days. They claim they feel revitalized, connected and full of energy. We always talk about how good we felt when we transitioned to high raw vegan. We don't feel like we see. They're already just going on about how their lives are better than everyone else's. Well, they can't. They can't turn back now. So they have to. They're, they have to go one hundred and ten percent. They have to keep talking. What they're not talking about is how they probably shit their bed twice a day. Right. Right. See, the minute they have like the smallest grain of sugar. Yeah, it's a disaster. Their asshole just opens and everything comes out. They have no control. Organs. Yeah, that's why they feel great. They're missing half of their unnecessary organs. Came right through the butthole. Yeah, like I hope they're not in public. I hope they're not like, ugh, God, okay. What, they can't, she can't use a knife either? What, What is she doing in this? He's cracking open a watermelon. He can't he can't he can't use a knife? Is that is that not vegan? When you're super vegan, you get superpowers apparently. <laughs> like he's just ripping it with his bare hands. Yeah, ripping it like does you, you can't use knives anymore. What? 
You have to just use what God gave you or the higher power, whatever. So, yeah, she says, if you want to get used to eating a lot of fruit, you have to eat high-density fruit like durian and mango. This allows your body to get used to more calories from just fruit. So many people eat more protein than they need, saying the pear only consumes about 30 to 40 grams per day, which is a little more than one ounce. Protein is in everything. You don't need as much as you think. So this is her diet. Okay, let's look. Bananas. Tomatoes, cauliflower, celery. She has a whole produce section. This is just Whole Foods, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just a farmer's market. I don't think it would be that hard. Like, we know, like, Candace Thompson, she's a comedian here. She's very into, like, raw and all of that. She knows a whole bunch of stuff about nutrients. And she looks amazing. But I don't know. Super vegan? Like, they looked like... They looked okay. They looked good, but they also looked a little like headhunter-ish. Yeah, but like you also, Amazonian headhunter cannibals. Yeah, they looked like they 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 cheat the system by probably eating people. Yeah, like they're like we don't eat meat, but we eat humans. Yeah, we ran out of cauliflower. Let's pick up a small dog. Yeah, you know it's something. Something's not right. I mean, good for them. Eat whatever the fuck you want. I don't care, but. Don't throw it in my face because, God, I could just imagine. They're like like a birthday party even, you know? Oh, we invited the super vegans. Oh, man. And they're just looking at you like... you. Well, I had to unfollow. I love Nikki Glaser, but I had to unfollow her because she kept posting things about being vegan or vegetarian, whatever it was. Like just not eating meat because she watched a documentary and every post just felt like she was lecturing. And I'm like, I'm never giving up meat. That's never happening. You I'm heard not, it first. I'm not going to get John my, yeah, unfollowed yeah. Nikki Glaser. I had to. I had to. I couldn't. The posts were just out of control. And I just, I, I can't be lectured about it. Do yeah. your thing. Don't lecture me about my thing. Did I tell you I unfollowed Britney Spears? No. I did. No. I did. No. I did. Was it's it the, too much. Was it the dancing? I just want to live a raw <laughs> diet of... Um, not, you know, the same shit every post and just like, I don't need to see her spreading her butthole open with a heart emoji in the middle of it. I felt like I was enabling it. It's, it's, it's weird behavior. I I'm here for her. And then, you know what? I took a, I took a play from Christina Aguilera. I was like, you know what? Christina Aguilera unfollows you. I'm unfollowing you as well. It's just too much. And you know what? I feel better. I have more energy. I sleep better. My skin looks good because I unfollowed Britney Spears. That's your form of veganism. It's my purge. Yeah, yeah. I purged it. It's just too much. The song wasn't that good. I'm rooting for her. But at the same time, I can't watch and read these like cryptic text messages that I have no idea what they mean or what emoji she's using. And then read the comments and everyone's like, yes, Queen slay work, mama. Yes, slay slay queen queen. You go, bitch. Like ugh. the dancing is driving me nuts. Uh, it, it's it's not even that anymore. It's just that's what it is for me. It looks like it. It looks like they add the music in post, and she's just spinning in circles in a room. Yeah, you know, you know who else dances like that? Like a five year old when you give him like five bags of Fun Dip. I know it's it's it's, it's not hard. It's sad. So, anyways. Speaking of terrible things. 
Just before Halloween in 1985, a pipe bomb exploded in an office building in downtown Salt Lake City, killing a man and leaving the entire city on edge. As the smoke cleared and investigators began the search for answers, it became terrifyingly clear that this was just the beginning. Suddenly, looking for the culprit became a race against time. Hi, I'm Jeremy Schwartz, host of the new true crime history podcast, American Criminal. We take you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side to the American dream. In our latest season, the desperate hunt for a killer leads the authorities through the complicated world of historic document collectors, and eventually right to the door of the Mormon church. Listen to American Criminal, The Salt Lake City Bombings, wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com. Speaking of terrible things and torture, because that's what I love. (laughs) That's what I thought Britney's Instagram was. I was being waterboarded. Britney's post. Is that the second time I've referenced waterboarding? I don't know, but it, I think it might have been. I keep going. Yeah. I had to unfollow it because I was just like, enough. I'm done. She broke you. I was just, I I, I was in, involved too much. And I'm like, I don't know her. Yeah. But I'm just like, figure it out. Figure it out. I don't want to be on this journey anymore. I'm done. I'm cleansing my palate. And that's what this person in Oklahoma did. And Oklahoma, which, by the way, Oklahoma is a good musical as well. I'm good. Do you, no? You don't know? Nope. Oh, you don't know what Oklahoma's about? Nope. I'm going to guess Oklahoma. Not interested. I like the Nazi musical better, what you just pitched me before. Oklahoma has such, such hits as Oklahoma, and that's all I know. Okay, well. Um, but this Oklahoma inmate... Is is who sued over alleged baby shark torture tactic is found dead in his cell. Conspiracy. Get Sam Tripoli in here. Yeah, seriously. John Basco was one of four inmates who filed a federal civil rights lawsuit last year, alleging that jail officers used discipline tactics described as torture events. Ugh. An Oklahoma inmate who alleged in a lawsuit that jail staffers tortured detainees, forcing them into stress positions like super vegan yoga (laughs) while playing the song Baby Shark for Hours was found dead in his cell. A detention officer performing sight checks found John Basco unresponsive around 3.50 in a news release, 3.50 in the morning. Medical personnel were called and performed life-saving efforts, but Basco was pronounced dead. His family has been notified. Cause of death was not revealed, and detention center officials did not immediately reply to a request the following week. He was one of four inmates who filed a federal civil rights lawsuit last year, alleging that jail officials tortured them by playing Baby Shark on a repeat over the speakers. He got epstein is that what that is? He got Epstein? When someone comes in. Yeah, I mean. They, he was suing the the jail for torture tactics. And then they were like, you got to go, man. We love our baby shark. Yeah. 
They're just like, all right, well, this is one less person suing us if we uh, if we have an incident. Could you imagine? Baby Shark is terrible. Let's let's be, let's start there. That's an that's an accurate way to torture someone. It really is. Baby Shark is a terrible, terrible way to go. But there are worse songs, right? I mean, I, I, I'm not going to insult anyone that we may potentially at some point. Let me do that. Yeah. Okay. Anything pitfall. Say if you're in a cell, say, or just, a, you know, uh, what, what's it called? Like solitary confinement where you're just like in the dark yeah. hanging out? Okay. And they just have one song on over and over and over. What would make you snap? I, oh, I hate saying it because I know she has friends at the store, but anything Kesha. Oh, don't do that or, to Kesha. Or Jason Mraz. They're just Jason Mraz? What a leap. You went from Kesha to Jason Mraz? I mean, I'm just naming the things that when songs come on, I'm like, who who hates me? See, mine would be... Okay, mine would probably be... Uh, Eiffel 65. I'm blue. Da-ba-dee, okay. da-ba-dee. I'd be like, no. Or um, Poker Face is another one for me. No, what? Really? Poker Face. Oh, I love Poker Face. Yeah, I like Paparazzi, and that's my only Lady Gaga song. Mine would probably be Eiffel 65, anything Black Eyed Peas. Anything Black Eyed Peas. Okay. That tonight's gonna be a good night. <laughs> that, that's a good that tonight's one. gonna be a good, good night. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, What's another one? Um, uh, Chumbawamba. I, I get knocked down. That one doesn't bother I get me. Up again. Oh, my. I got a pocket full of sunshine. Drives me nuts. Natasha Bedingfield drives me absolutely up the fucking wall. <laughs> it's such a bad song. If this gets out to Natasha Bedingfield, I love her. I I've met her before. I, I love her. I genuinely got a bucket full of sunshine. I hate it. I got a bucket full of sunshine. I got a bucket. Got a bucket full of sunshine. <laughs> Who's got a pocket? I got a pocket full of sunshine. Sunshine. <laughs> or <laughs> what's? Would it, if if this gets back to Natasha Bedingfield that you killed yourself in jail because Pocketful of Sunshine was playing over and over and over. You know what? The rest was still unwritten. I like that song. That's the thing. It's the Pocketful of Sunshine song that drives me nuts. What's another um I've said this before and this might make me a ga- uh, a bad gay. But shares believe. Oh, yeah. Do you believe in love after 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 love? No. And late, lately, running up the hill. Kate Bush. Well, that was because of Stranger Things. It, it, yeah, I, I heard it too much in a short period of time. That's a song that should have stretched across thirty-five years. I heard it. Too much in a short period of time. I can't listen to it anymore. Oh, here's one. We like to party. We like <laughs> we like to party. The Venga bus is coming and everybody's go. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> That's awful. We could do an episode just on this. I know. Torture just songs. What songs would you yeah. kill yourself to? <laughs> you, you just like get you just get the um 
You just bash your head on the wall like, please, God, no. Uh, uh, I mean, I would like to hear from the listeners what songs would make them fucking call it a day and be like, and we're good. That's so um, funny. Oh, this one. No. Wait, we just we're, ju- we're jumping to this story, but he has a song. Hero. You wouldn't kill yourself to hero. So quickly. Uh, so quickly. And by the way, this is not like... He sounds like he's like in pain. Pro-suicide. I'm just saying, this was the story where this... You know, if you hear Baby Shark, I mean, I feel like parents... When Baby Shark came out, if you're a parent with like small children, they're like, if I hear fucking Baby Shark one more time... This guy did. This guy had to. <laughs> and he said something, and he's no longer here. <laughs> So that's what I'm saying. Um, I'm gonna take no. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. Um, no hero. Agree with you on this one. The story is um, about Enrique Iglesias. Now, on my plane ride from Chicago back to L.A., I have a playlist, and Enrique Iglesias is on that playlist, and I talk about it in my special. Uh, my love for Enrique Iglesias and his voice. He's been with Anna Kornikova nearly 20 years. He has beautiful children. There's nothing annoying with um, Enrique Iglesias songs. Uh, that's debatable. From the coast of Impanima I like to Baila the Mos. island of Capri. Bailamos is the end of it for me. No. Yeah. All I need oh my is God. a rhythm divine. Lost in the music, your heart will I'm, be I'm mine. Uh, Bailamos is great. Let me be your hero. Oh. Would you dance? Yes. If I asked you to dance, it's par- yes. It's, it, like your bit is so spot on because of how Would bad you it smile? is. <laughs> Never look back. Uh, like, does he have acid reflux? What's happening? Would you smile? <laughs> if I asked you to smile, yes. Anyways, so I have a I have a, a a special place in my heart for Enrique Iglesias. Um, but this woman also had a very special place for him as well. On her face, Enrique Iglesias came face to face and lips to lips. Now I can't say lips without thinking of pussy chips. With an enthusiastic fan at an event at one of his Las Vegas concerts and documented the experience. The pop star shared on Instagram, which, by the way, he's been married for almost 20 years to Anna Kornikova, who's gorgeous, stunning. He shared this on his Instagram video uh, of himself kissing an enthusiastic female fan at what appears to be a meet and greet before the first of his two concerts in Vegas on September 16th. He begins kissing the woman on the cheek as she snaps a selfie, but the encounter turns more passionate as she turns her head quickly to give the singer an extended passionate kiss on los besos. She continues to try to film the smooch, and he soon pushes her away gently and takes off. The video, which contains Iglesias' breakout hit, Bailamos. Bailamos! Oh. I'm going to live this dead forever, Was captioned simply Friday night in hashtag Las Vegas at Resorts World LV. See you tonight. 
The fan was not identified, and it is unclear if the singer ever met her before the event. One fan commented, she is so lucky. Another wrote, my dream. But some fans were far from impressed. I don't like it when other girls kiss you. Your kisses should only be for Anna. One user wrote in Spanish, referring to his wife, Anna Kornikova, as he and her share twins, Nicholas and Lucy. I agree. Yeah. I don't think you should, um, especially like if that happens, like keep it to yourself. You don't have to like post that on your Instagram. Like, look, I was sexually assaulted, but it's kind of (laughs) cool. I don't know. I feel like when you've had a 20 year relationship that's had like, it seems like there have been zero bumps in the road. You just, you don't think about that stuff because your wife sort of understands like, this is who I am. I think they had a sense of humor about it. Of course. I think this was like one of those things before social media where everyone had an opinion. It was like, oh, look, this woman was like living her life and, um, you know, uh, Things got out of hand and, you know, whatever. I don't think it was like a how dare this. There's not like some, there's not going to be some Scottish child in the, in the crowd being like, Enrique, you're a sick old man. (laughs) I have a question. Um, How do you think uh, J-Lo would react if Ben Affleck posted a video of a fan kissing him? Um, They'd be Epstein. (laughs) I think J-Lo would make that person disappear. Yeah, they'd be like, um, it's crazy because Natalie was, uh, she went to a brunch with some of her girlfriends and we all saw Ben Affleck. He was carrying 15 um, Dunkin' Donuts coffees and he looked really tired and exhausted and we all freaked out and Natalie went over there and gave him a kiss and she posted it to her Instagram story and then she never came home from brunch because JLo made her disappear. (laughs) I definitely feel like that. Now, would you ever fangirl that hard over someone, John? Like say if you went, if you went and saw someone in concert. No, it's assault. And and it's also the, if the tables, the tables are completely turned. If a guy did that to a female celebrity, that game over. Game I agree. over. But say if in a world... And it happens all the time to the female celebrities, so I'm not saying like, oh, we don't do that. The guys do that. Well, female celebrities too, they also get like creepers, like grabbing their butt and their boobs, yeah. putting fingers where they shouldn't be. And like, it's it's a lot. It's Yes, I Which agree. I, I also, I don't even know what's a bigger violation of, of, of your personal space. Someone grabbing your ass or, or sticking their tongue in your mouth or kissing your mouth. Like... What I don't think there's a preference at that point. You've already crossed the line. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, why didn't he press charge? I mean, I don't know. If you're getting tongue kissed that by a stranger bad. in Las Vegas. But th- this is the this is the argument that never ends. It looks bad if a male presses charges against a female that comes up and kisses him. Like that would look so bad on him. If he pressed charges, but if the roles were reversed and somebody kissed Anna Kornikova and she pressed charges, she would get the whole like she would get the whole support system. It does look really weird if he presses charges on a female fan. So was Enrique in the wrong for not being a little more like, hey, back the fuck up? Yeah, he needs to. He needs to. He needs to. I think his fan base would have supported him if he like pushed her back a little bit and said, hey, 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 
I need space. Like, give me some space. Because I've seen that happen before. Females attack male fans, and then the that male fans, other female fans, defend him for, like, pushing or, like, running out of the way. It's you have I mean, to it's Vegas. Yeah, well... But I also don't think that, like, a guy would, like, go to a Shania Twain concert and motorboat her. Like, yeah, but also <laughs> her, her show. herpes is forever. So, like... You push someone away, you get a little bad press, or you let them kiss you, and God knows what you just got in your body. I don't know these people. Good point. Yeah. Avoid the herp. Good for her, though. She can at least go home and tell her story. She'll be a hero in her own hometown forever. Um, You know who will not be a, a hero is this cheating piece of crap. <laughs> this was a story... That baffled me. And I got this story last week, sent it to you. We actually talked about it on the Juicy Scoop uh, live show. Um, it's a game that I do not care about. It's called chess. Are you a chess liker? I am not. I don't care. I loved Queen's Gambit. I, I'm a checkers guy. I'm a Connect Four guy. I love a good a, a good seven hour game of Monopoly. I like a tic tac toe. Yeah. I like a um, hangman. That's that we we need to. That's because we mentioned Epstein. Yeah. <laughs> Can we call it hangman to this day? He Who got knows? he got hangmaned. Hang person. Hang person. Um, suspended person. There we go. Um. But I'm not a big chess person. I, I don't even... I think... I like Uno. I like... Um, I like card games. Poker. I'm a poker guy. I like Guess Who. Guess Who's good. That's a good one. But this chess player upset the world as the Grandmaster because he sparked claims, wild claims of cheating by using a vibrating sex toy. Why? Because it's Tuesday. This is where we are in the world. A cheating scandal is buzzing, no pun intended, in the chess world with wild allegations of using technology, including vibrating anal beads, to signaling winning moves after a teenage newcomer <laughs> beat a world champion at a high-stakes tournament. Hans Niemann of San Francisco, California, caused a major upset when he defeated Norwegian Grandmaster Magnus Carlson, which just sounds it like, sounds like a bunch of cheaters. Yeah, it sounds like Cobra Kai of chess. I feel like the only name of a Norwegian grandmaster chess player should be Magnus Carlsen. Uh, <clears throat> in the wake of the stunning result, the chess world exploded into such an uproar that Neiman faced allegations of cheating. He was banned from chess.com. Oh, no. I know. And even billionaire Elon Musk weighed in with a tweet mocking online rumors that a rectally inserted device was used in the possible scam. Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one can see because it's in your butt, Elon tweeted. Oh, God. He's such he's so lame. Yeah, he he's 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 a character. Do you think he's being funny? Anyways, so he lost uh, the newbie lost to uh, this Norwegian 
master player. Um, he didn't want to speak on the interview. He doesn't claim it or deny it. Um, but he says if he does, he'll be in big trouble. Now, I'm thinking this. First of all, Bobby Fisher's all grown up. Do you remember Bobby Fisher? I do. The little chess player? Yeah. I'm wondering, so like, so he has these anal beads in him. Yeah. And is there like some, like a plant in the crowd? Yeah. The little remote going. That's typically, yeah, that's, that's what they're assuming. They're assuming that he has vibrating beads and he's getting, uh, he's getting like code through the vibrations in his butthole. Now that's a poker face. Think about that. You're like just sitting there. I hear that's what good vibration is about. You're like, ha ha ha. Marky Mark wrote a song about good vibrations. That was it. Just trying to keep a straight face. Yeah. And then you're like knocked out of your chair. <laughs> Matt, like, what if you hit the wrong volume? Like, what if you like go to maximum vibration and you're just like, oh God. Yeah. I mean, my rook. You I, know, I, that's a good way to get caught. But I love that he doesn't like claim it or deny it. He's just like, yep, I, uh, and cheating at chess, you nerd, you are a nerd cheating at chess with anal beads. Yeah. 19. 2022 for you. Uh, let's talk about the Jews. Let's talk <laughs> about the Jews. Let's talk about the Jews. Last week we had Guy Branham on. Make sure to go see uh, his film, uh, Bros, in, uh, in theaters September 30th. It's getting rave reviews. But this, you sent me this article. It's so funny. I mean, it's, it's ex exactly what you would expect when the first, I guess, gay rom-com is about to come out. Oh, we need conspiracy. We need... The white supremacists need to really up up it. Yeah, we got to go after... We got to go after them. So this article from the National Vanguard, which is a very reputable source, I, I believe... It already sounds like trouble. Yeah, it just sounds like it's up to no good. Uh, the headline says, The Jews Behind Bros, another homosexual propaganda film. Another. Another. <laughs> Another one. We have another one. Now, this is a really interesting article. It just cracks me up because um, where do I even start with this? I mean, they're essentially <laughs> they're essentially just taking their hatred for two different groups and yeah, trying to create like when a you story. You don't know how much to hate. And, and when you read the article, you're like, this article doesn't even make sense. It, there's nothing it, it, it's genuine garbage oh, here we go here we go yeah go up a little bit right here okay the 30th of september is savagery devi's birthday but unfortunately outside of pro-white circles few whites know who she was and even fewer will be celebrating a much larger number probably will and what has become true american style celebrate something else on the 30th the release of another sick degenerate film intended to further poison the white mind and strip our people of whatever is left of their rectitude rectitude that's, that's pretty gay pretty sounds gay. like yeah, a gay yeah. word yep. this time it's bros a movie described by jew run wikipedia <laughs> See, every now and then we have to hit up the vanguard because they have some gold in here and for the record i'm part of the jew 
run me. Like I, I, yeah, I am part of the like, tribe. We didn't all of a sudden just turn into yeah, proud boys overnight. Yeah. I'm part of the tribe, and I think this is fucking hilarious. You think it's funny? Okay, good. Um, God, uh, it's uh, as a quote, quote, upcoming um, <laughs> American romantic comedy. But which is actually just more homosexual propaganda from the perverts who control the movie industry. <laughs> what is significant about this film is not just that it represents the latest in a long string of travesties in American cultural life, or even that it begins it's being released to the public on the birthday of one of the greatest thinkers of post-war national socialism. For surely the latter is only a terrible coincidence. What is really important to know about this film? And this is the point I want to hammer into readers' heads, is that it did not just drop into our formerly white society out of the clear blue sky. This propaganda came from somewhere specific. It was created by individuals whose identities can be easily ascertained just by doing a little bit of digging on the internet. And when those identities are discovered, what comes to light? This bros is an entirely jewish creation uh so are they saying that they Can had to cue thunder and lightning from lady gaga's <laughs> miami show that'd be great <laughs> are they saying they had to google who made bros or they had to google that uh that what's his name judd apatow was jewish because i don't think i've seen a more jewy looking producer in my life i guess woody allen but it looks like they did a lot of googling to determine that judd apatow is jewish Okay, so now this article, it's like, yeah, who do we hate more, Jews or gay people? <laughs> but now it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a, um, um, like a deep fried Oreo at a state fair. You know, an Oreo by itself is great, but when you fry it, you're like, ah, oh, shit, it's even better. So it's like hate upon hate. So it's like a, it's like a, like a deep fried, uh, red velvet popsicle cake. Yeah. So this is this is the they they've seen the trailer now, and now they're pissed off. And we got to write about more. Like, what did they just experience? So the trailer opens with an evidently homosexual man. Evidently, evidently. are you are you telling me that Billy Eichner is evidently homosexual? No way, no way. Can't I don't be. know. Can't be. Could be wrong. <laughs> he loves yelling at people on the street. Named Bobby Lieber, filming himself in front of the future home of the LGBTQ plus museum, and then proceeds to give viewers snapshots of the decadent lifestyles of a bunch of big city fruiters. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we should stop reading and giving no, them. I want to read it. Does it get bad? No, I just don't want to give them more attention. And I oh no, I think this is <laughs> okay. fun. Here's one of my favorite things about Pride are the people who like take time out of their day with megaphones and like. Yeah. You know, God hates you. And I'm like, why are you here every year? Clearly, this is something about you. Okay. <sighs> Big city fruiters engaging in multiracial love fests of various stripes. It depicts scenes from a gay nightclub, an Asian, and two Negroes who are in a thruple situation. Yes, you read that correctly. And so on. <laughs> it's insane. It's the greatest article ever written by a moron. At one point, when one of the characters says, quote, gay guys are so stupid, quote, Lieber responds, quote, I know, but we've been smart enough to brand ourselves as being smart, quote. To that, the first queer says, it's our little secret. In fact, homosexuals have been branded as smart. The myth of the charming intellect, intelligent and successful homosexual man 
has permeated American culture for decades, only it wasn't the perverts themselves who propagated this false ideal. Not principally, anyway. It was Hollywood Jews. <laughs> this article just took a weird turn. You're like, he's about to just go in on the LGBT. Nope. Hollywood Jews. Okay, wait. So then there's just a little more. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot oh, wow. more. This is a there's, lot. There's a lot more. He had a lot oh, of thoughts on He goes into the production of it. Yeah. He has some of the producers with their Emmys. I mean, this is Holy a... Holy shit. Yeah. That, that's oh, there's what, links? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a pissed off bigot. <laughs> we have a pissed off bigot. Wait, hold on. Go to the go up, go up, go up, go up. Uh, right there. Okay. Then there was a scene in the trailer where a mestizo looking man is sitting with his wife. What's a mestizo? Sounds offensive. I probably just said something awful. I didn't know what it means. Talking to Lieber, his two young children, a son and daughter who appear to be less than 10 years older in the room. The man says something about, quote, quote, bottoms, a homosexual term for those who perform a certain role in the bedroom. And when his children hear the word, they jump up gleefully with the little girl shouting, bottom dance. Encouraged by their mother and father, they all start to dance around in demented joy, shaking their rear ends in front of Lieber, who incidentally does not join in the dancing. The trailer ends with a lesbian looking thing. <laughs> Not a lesbian-looking thing. Lesbian-looking thing. Asking a group of queers whether they, quote, remember straight people, quote, another freak replies, yeah, they had a nice run. Oh, so God. For yeah, we need to just acknowledge when people say we've come so far, this is still like the, and when I say we, I mean like as a country, oh, gays can get married, they get... Look at what this this article is so fucking long. This guy puts so much so time long. into hating multiple groups of people. I want to call this man a hateful, bigoted thing. <laughs> like, we don't even know or care what the fuck you look like, bro. But just the fact that he's just visceral. God, we don't... Are you Googling him? You bet your ass I am. Oh, I want to see. Let's read him to filth before we go. I love a good, like, we should close the show every week with, like, a bigoted person. Hall read. of shame. Let's see what he looks like. This, wait. Oh, I was like. He didn't even have a picture up. Of course he doesn't. He's uh, just. No. Nah. No, that's the director of pro scouting. <laughs> Yeah, I, he didn't I don't, even put a picture up. No, he does. He's, he's never going to put a. He's picture He's just up. a faceless, loveless troll. He doesn't have a picture anywhere. No, he probably, you know, is a hoarder. Oh, I mean, of course. And you know what? He's probably in the closet. Oh, I, yeah, for sure. And he probably has anal beads in his ass while he's playing chess. I wouldn't be shocked, but so all we have to say to that is bless his bigoted heart, <laughs> you know? Well, guys, I hope this was a fun filled episode for you. I know it was for me. Make sure to rate and review on, uh, wherever you get your podcast. We're on Spotify, 
iTunes. Just go to audioboom.com and find out where we are. So you can take a listen as well. We've got some fun guests coming up. Next week, I am joined by the fabulous, fabulous drag queen and writer of my uh, new show. Actually, our show. She actually, she and I wrote this show called Halloween, Huluween Drag Stravaganza coming to Hulu on October 1st. So make sure to like that. The fabulous Jackie Beat will be joining me here in the studio. So make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And as always, guys, if you find stories that you want to hear on Just Saying, send them my way. I'd love to cover them on a, a week's episode. But take care of yourselves. Love one another. Thank you, John. I'll see you guys next week on Just Saying with Justin Martindale. Take care. Take care.